And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Now, I told you that there are two laws we keep violating, and I I hinted to it, but since I got to give it to you quickly, and I got to give you two more instances, because you need to, and we need to understand tonight, this morning, that the battle is the Lord's. I know you've heard it over and over and over again, but God wants you to know again this morning, the battle is whom? It's not yours, it's the Lord's. What you need to do as of today is what? Hold your peace. What do you do? Hold your peace. Two spiritual laws we, we violate. The first one is given in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 and 4. It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. Jairus was walking in the flesh with the word. But his war was not in the flesh. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Wasn't he walking with the word in the flesh? But that wasn't where the war was. He said, for the weapons of a warfare are not what? This is what the Bible is saying. When we fight, we don't fight with guns and bombs. With swords, carnal things. Are you with me? It says, but mighty through God to the pulling down of what? You got 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 4. Can you put that on? A, can you put that please? It says, for the weapons of a warfare are not what? Carnal here means physical, not bombs, not grenades, not B-52s. We don't fight with that. But mighty through God to what? Saints, <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. And that's what we do. We try to fight with people, not realizing there is an influence behind that person. Amen. There is a spirit behind that person. It's not them necessarily. Yes, the devil have to use somebody. Amen. To manifest his cause. But you look behind that person. And so many times, because we are not sensitive, you know, I heard these scriptures for years. I grew up in church. I've been in church since when I was five years old. Now I'm 50 years. And I grew up in church and I heard these scriptures over and over. But you know, familiarity breeds contempt. You know, you hear these scripture verses and you say, well, you know, it's just another scripture verse, another pastor, you know. Until you get old and you realize the things you've been taking for granted. Because God is not going to break his word for you. You getting me? God's word is from everlasting to everlasting. Psalms 119 tells us that forever, oh God, your word is established. And God is not going to give you a break because you cry and beg. People have been crying and begging from the time, from the time of creation. But God is no respect of persons. If God gives you a break, he has to give me a break. And everybody's going to get a break. And guess what? His word is not his bond. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. God's word is his bond. His word is his bond. Amen. And you, we have to read the word and respect it and agree with God. And not say, I see it, but God. You're setting yourself for a downfall. If, if you see it, say, yes, Lord, not but God. 
The answer is yes, Lord, I'm going to do it. I see it. I'm done playing games. Games that's going to hurt me. <laughs> there is another scripture I want to bring to your attention. And I mentioned it a little earlier on. Uh, Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. In here is one of the most powerful scriptures. I memorized it a long time ago when I, like Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel was building the temple. He looked around, he had no resources. No money. Very few people, the people he had, they were discouraged. And a prophecy came to him. And this is what the prophecy said. You're trying to build the temple in your own strength. You're looking around and you're discouraged. But this is what the prophecy said. It says what? Not by might. <laughs> Not by what? Power. But by what? My spirit says God. God said the word might here, the word might here was translated 56 times in King James' army. It was translated 37 times as men of valor. So it's not by your army. It's not by your men of valor. Amen. The word spirit here, not by might, not by power. Power has been translated 58 times strength. So it's not by, it's so, so guess what? This is what? This is what the scripture is saying. You won't succeed by the strength of your army. You won't succeed by the strength of your men of valor. But it, my spirit will energize and bring the resources you need. That's what he's saying. My spirit. So that is why you need to what? Hold your peace. It's not your talking. It's not your having resources available. It is my spirit that can make this happen since. And you need to know that and depend and lean on Jesus. That's why we sang this morning, what a friend we have in Jesus. One of my other favorite is leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. I know you all, you're pretty young. You don't know these old songs. But at seven, leaning, leaning, safe and secure. You see, you all don't even know it. Oh, excuse me, you do. Leaning, leaning, I am on the everlasting waterfall water water joy divine leaning on the air oh you know you oh excuse me you know it okay praise the lord praise god yes praise god leaning on the everlasting arms and that's what god is saying you got to lean on me because i got a host i am the lord of hosts God has host. Host means army. I am the God of the army of angels. I am the God of the army of the moon and the stars. I'm the God of the army of all celestial bodies. God has armies that you and I are not aware of. He's the Lord of hosts. The Lord of armies. And he said when you hear the army marching before you, you follow them. And you walk. In the direction of your resurrection by holding your peace until it's time. Are you getting me, brothers and sisters? Oh, hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. I don't want to hold you long, but the scripture declares. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. The scriptures declares that the only time a fool is considered wise is when he holds his peace.
Proverbs 17, 28. You got to see that right here. You got, and the only time you see a fool, you, you got it? Even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, did I say hold your peace? Is counted wise. And he that shut of his lips, oh Lord have mercy. <laughs> Is that the word or other word? Am, am, I, am I reading the Bible? <laughs> It is a wise thing to hold your peace. Oh God, I give you praise. Hallelujah. It is a wise thing to hold your peace. I'm going to, Lord have mercy, I got so much. I'm going to give you a quick one, another testimony. I have a lot going on here, but you, you, you got to see that one right here. Abraham's servant. Do you remember Abraham's servant? Abraham said, I got one son. I need you to go get my son a wife. Not in Canaan. Not somebody who's unequally yoked. Let me say it again. Not somebody who's unequally yoked. The Bible tells us we should not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. If you're a Christian, you should not be in love with an unsaved. Let me look at the door. If you're a Christian, you should not be in love or get married to an unbeliever. And I'm moving right along. So the Bible says here, he came to, <laughs> he told the servant to come. Somebody needed to hear that this morning. He told the servant to come to me and let's make a vow. So they made a vow and his servant, he said, go back to my family. Go back to my family, the house of the Lord and get my son a wife. And his servant left with 10 camels. And you remember that? And his servant prayed a prayer in Genesis chapter 24 verse 14. Quickly. Genesis chapter 24 verse 14. This is the prayer Abraham's servant prayed. He inquired of the Lord. And he said, Lord, let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, let down your pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink and shall say, drink. Sorry, she shall say, drink. And I will give your camels also. Let the same be that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac. And thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness unto my master. Now hold on one second. This is what happened. He's on his way to Abraham's family to get his wife. He came, they stopped at a well to drink water. And while he is about to drink water, he said, I'm not drinking water. I'm going to ask God to lead me. He said, Lord, the lady who comes... Because back then, ladies were the one who carried water. It's different now. Mm? Glory be to Jesus. Back then, the ladies, praise God. Things have changed. Bless God. Things have changed. So, <laughs> so he asked God, when she comes, let that be the one. If she says, not only will I give you drink, but I'll give you camels. And you'll see why. He say, not only me, but my camels. And this is what I want you to see. The Bible says here, the Bible says, glory be to Jesus. And it came to pass. Can you go to verse 15 quickly? I'm not going to read the entire text. And it came to pass before he had done speaking. When you seek God for a spouse, he wants to give it to you more than you want it. The thing is, we don't talk to God about it. Before he was stopped, before he stopped praying, God said, because you ask me, 
I'm going to send her. He's praying and she came. He hasn't finished praying. Now notice right here. The Bible says, and it came before he had done speaking that behold, Rebekah came who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Neha, Abraham's brother. That's Abraham's brother. Abraham's brother's what? Daughter. Are you with me? Back, you know, now you cannot marry that close. Back then God allowed marrying that close. Now you cannot do that. Praise the Lord. Somebody say praise the Lord. Yes, yes, yes. That's forbidden now. And the damsel was very fierce. She was pretty to look upon. A virgin, neither had any man known her. And she went down to the well and filled a pitcher and came up. She went to the well. She got her water and she came up. And the servant ran. To, she was on her way home. Amen. The servant ran. Abraham's servant ran to meet her. And he said, let me, I pray thee, drink a little water out of thy pitcher. And she said, drink my... She doesn't know the man and she calls him Lord. That is an excellent sign, brothers. That's an excellent sign, brothers. She doesn't know the man, but here she's calling him Lord. Because a man needs respect. It's not his fault. That's how God made him. Just like a gas, just like a, a, a carnage fuel, a man needs a little respect. That's the way it is. It's, it's not my fault. The Bible said that. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 30, 33, see to it that you reverence your husband. See to it. Make it a priority. Don't let him feel small. Anyhow, let me move along. Some, I, you know, that, that's not in my sermon, but somebody needs to hear. Praise the Lord. See to it. And some of us still haven't learned. We haven't seen to it as yet. We haven't, some of us haven't, we haven't seen to it as yet. Amen. Now I'm not saying, no, I'm not saying you, glory be to you. You know what I'm saying, right? If somebody's ill-treating you, then you do what you got to do. Amen. You don't stay here and let somebody ill-treat you. You are God's property. Anyhow, let me move along here. Glory be to Jesus. So the Bible says, and she said, drink my Lord. And she hasted. She hasted and let down her pitcher upon her hand and give me drink. The ordinary female would, the ordinary female would say what? Me? You ask me for water? Me? Who do you think I am? Am I a slave? <laughs> anyhow. You see how we miss? You see, anyhow. Let me move. <laughs> I, I'm sharing. I'm, I'm giving you some nuggets here. Glory be to Jesus. <laughs> and the Bible says. And she. Drink my and Verse 10, 19. Beyond verse 19. And when she had done giving him drink. She said. I will draw water for your camels also until they have what? Drinking. And verse, verse 20 says, and she hasted and emptied her pitcher into the trough. She's moving back and forth from the well to the trough, from the well to the trough. Notice what the man, notice what the servant did. Verse 21 says, and the man wandering at her held his what? It's right here. I thought he had it. It's right there. It's right here. Where is the... Uh, Alright. What he did, he what? Held his... 
That's what we are talking about this morning. Hold your peace. And the reason why he held his peace is because he wants to see the plan of God unfold. You see, when you don't hold your peace, you interrupt the unfolding of God's plan. The man held his peace. Now, now God, when God comes through, God wants to show you for real, for real, it's me. Because, listen to me, what, what is not recorded here? One camel drinks 53 gallons of water in three minutes. You hear me now? One camel drink 53 gallons of water in one minute. How many camels he had? Ten. Before you all say he didn't have ten camels. Let me show you where he said he has 10 camels. You got it? Verse what? Verse what? Can you go to verse 10? Verse 10. Genesis 24, 10. Let's see how many camels he had. And the servant took how many camels? 10 camels. So you cannot say pastor didn't tell the truth. He had 10 camels. Each camel drinks 53 gallons of water in three minutes. She said, I'm going to draw water for all your camels. So she was able to haul from the, from the well to the trough 530 gallons. In the hot sun. Why you think it happened? The angels of God. Lord have mercy. The power of God came on her. And she began to carry the water because God's plan was being unfolded because the man held his peace. Five hundred thirty gallons. And she doesn't know that she's been qualified to be the grandmother of the patriarchs of Israel. She doesn't know that. She doesn't know that. <laughs> Oh, glory be to Jesus. Can you imagine taking 53? You, you, you know what a gallon of water look like, right? From Walmart. Taking 53 of that back and forth. Not 530, not 53. 530 back and forth. That's just, that's just for the camels, not for the servant. Oh, she, she took care of the servant already. Now she's taking care of the camels. And the man said, God, let her also give my camels to drink. And God said, God said, you ask for her to give your camels. Look, she's going to feed all your camels until they are not thirsty anymore. God gave, her more, God gave him more than he requested. Are you getting me? That's the God of more than enough he's the god of abundance he likes to abound but brothers and sisters the man of the servant did not see the abounding of god's grace until he what held his peace and the bible said the man held his peace looking to see whether god made his journey prosperous you want your journey to be prosperous hold your peace <laughs> Jesus went into by who was it? He was interrog he was interrogated by whom? By Pilate. Yes, and Pilate began to interrogate Jesus. And then he said, You won't even say a thing. 
And then Pilate said to him, don't you know I have power? And Jesus said, they have no power been given to you but that from above. He was quiet until there was time when, when Pilate crossed the line. Peter tried helping Jesus. You remembered when they came and arrested Jesus and Peter took his sword. Jesus was holding his peace and I'm going to show you why Jesus was holding his peace. Peter took his sword and Peter tried to now many people are saying Peter went for the man here. No. Peter went for the neck. The man ducked and he took his ears. But Peter went for the neck. Are you with me brothers and sisters? And so Jesus told Peter put your sword away. He said don't you think I can call legions of angels but the, the plan of God has to unfold so I got a hold. Because if I open up my mouth, angels. So I got to hold my peace. So the plan of God can be unfolded. Jesus had you and I on mind. Oh, glory be to Jesus. He said, way down in 20, something I see, Manuel. He needs help. Way down. I see the Campbells. Way down. I see Kelly. Way down. I, I see. And I'm going to hold my peace so they can get salvation. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Somebody is depending on you to hold your peace. Will you hold your peace? So the plan of God can be unfolded. Can you give God a chance to work for you? Can you give the angels a chance to move on your behalf? Can you do that? Oh, glory be to Jesus. Instead of getting in God's way over and over again with our mouths. Can you hold your peace and resist the urge? You know, when God gave me that topic on Monday morning, I said, what am I going to do with that, Lord? I, <laughs> I don't know. And as the week progressed, revelation knowledge. Because God, some of us, God said to me, and I can tell you, some of us are that close, he said. But we keep interrupting. We keep interrupting the deliverance with our mouth. And so he asked me to tell you, hold your peace. You've been, we've been in church for a long time. Hold your peace. That close, that close. And interrupting God, that close. Stopping the angels. Let me give you my testimony while I close. We were thank you, Lord, for reminding me of my testimony. I forgot it. We were at TCC. We had filled a dining room, and then we moved to TCC. We filled the classroom in TCC. We didn't know where to go, and I said, "Church, we need to look around for a property." How many of you heard that testimony before? Okay, very few of you. Very few of you. Praise the Lord. I'm going to give it again. I feel the presence. 
And so this building was here. One, one, one parishioner said, Pastor, I saw our building. And I was afraid, brothers and sisters, I was afraid to come see the building. This is what was on my mind. Our rent at TCC was $500. We could barely make the rent. And so I said, I'm not going anywhere. Get myself happy and then get stressed. So when he said, Pastor, I saw, and he kept saying, Pastor, I saw, I refused to go. He came for me. I almost lied and gave him an excuse. So we came and I, I, I stood right in the, right here. There were no curtains. I stood here, looked in the church and, oh, you have little faith. That's me. I said, impossible. Yeah. Me, supposed to be a man of faith. All I can see is $500. We can barely meet. Here it's thousands. How is that going to happen? So, but I still left. It here gripped my heart. I'm saying, I'm praying about it. God is not answering me. He's not answering me. And I'll show you why. I prayed, I fasted. And then somebody said, Pastor, there is a conference in Thomasville. Why don't you go? I said, okay, I'm coming. I inquired of the Lord. He said, go. I said, okay. You're talking to me now. But I've been talking to you about. So I said, I'm going. But the only reason I'm going is for an answer. That's what I said. So I went in my heart. I'm saying, God, let it not be. Let it not. In my, but I'm holding my peace. Are you with me? Let it not be. Let it not be. So the conference was over. And I began dancing. Saying, praise the Lord. God doesn't want us to come here. Glory. So the bishops asked me to sit with him. We were talking and a prophet from Alabama came across and then he said, man of God. When he said man of God, I tell the bishop, bishop, I'll see you. I got to go. He said, no, 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 you. He said, God said, go into the building. I have never seen him, never heard him. Nobody told him. He said, God said. And I fell down and crying. Dr. Do, I'm crying not because God said, but I'm crying, how are we going to pay that rent? That, that's the cry. Oh, you have little faith. I'm just being honest with you. So on my way back, Dr. Do, and I'm furious because I'm saying, why have to go to Thomas for you to talk to me? Why didn't you talk to me here? And God said to me, when you stand here and you said, he said, you never take it back. You said impossible. So I agree with you. You did not hold your peace and walk in faith. We do it every day. We do it every day. Yeah, he's, God, you're able. I don't know how. I don't know when. But I believe. At least I should have said, help thou. My unbelievable. And stop God. The angel stop. And God said, you never repented when you said that. You never took it back. So I'm working with you. It's impossible. So what I'm, I know what I'm talking. I've seen it. It's not a story. I did not hold my peace and interrupted God's plan. And I'm asking you since this morning, hold your peace. Stop interrupting God's plan. God said, you that many of you are that close. And he said, give him a chance. Give him a chance.
to let the angels work on your behalf. That's all you want. Just give him a chance. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496. Good day to our listeners. I am Satara Wallace. We have Pastor Emmanuel Williams with us from Imitators of God Ministry who comes on the air weekly Thursday at 12 noon. Before we talk about our projects today, we want to thank our listeners who have contacted us in the past and have expressed their appreciation for the programs that we present. Welcome back, Pastor Emmanuel Williams. Yes, thank you for having me back. I am so excited to be here this morning. Initially, you mentioned thanking those who listen to us, contacting us. I am so appreciative of that. I'm so grateful. We have quite a few people who have called and they've written and it serves really as a source of encouragement because sometimes, you know, you do things and you want to measure progress. This is one of the ways that confirms that you're making an impact and, um, a way to measure progress. So those of you who are listening and those of you who contacted us, I want to say thank you so much. Continue to do so because it serves as an encouragement to us. That is awesome. Yes. I, I remember you also mentioned it to me that you have indeed had visitors who have come to the church as well. Yes, yes. Uh, visitors, Dave, because of the program. Because of the program. They came and visited and enjoyed it. And thank you all so much. Uh, as I said, it's really an encouragement to us. Well, a lot has been going on at Imitators of God Ministries, Pastor. Tell us a little bit about those phenomenal things that are going on. Before I do get into these things, because we are a community-based church, the reason for this particular program is, again, to reach out to the community, to ask for the community's help 
we are asking the community to help us acquire our first building that will house Imitators of God Ministries. Awesome. God awesome. is a wonderful God. And uh, you know, those of you who are listening for the first time or who've heard this interview in the past, in March of this year, 2019, we entered into our ninth year of ministry. And God has been so good to us. In February this year, after committing this ministry to the Lord in prayer, you know, we started February 2011. Yes. After committing this ministry to the Lord in prayer, we started in a small dining room. Wow. We blossomed, went to a, a school, rented a classroom. And then in May of this year, we were presented with the opportunity to purchase our own building. Bless the Lord. And, and so that is why we're here today. And, and I know we're going to get into the programs that the church offers to the community, but I want to put that net before the community. Those of you who are listening, the Bible says if you don't ask, you don't receive. I just want to encourage our listeners. We would agree all that Pastor Emmanuel has been such a blessing on this broadcast, and we want to encourage you to go ahead and begin to make your donations and go to www.justincampaign.com. Again, that is www dot justincampaign.com If you choose to give by check, please make all your checks payable to Imitators of God Ministries and you can mail that check to 4750 Capital Circle Southeast, Tallahassee, Florida 32311 and we'll give that address again and periodically we'll give you the website as well. So going forward, Pastor Emmanuel, you have some phenomenal programs for the youth, and one of them is the mentoring programs. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Certainly, at our church, God has blessed us with um, uh, individuals who are who've been out there in the community, sorry, working and helping the youth. And at the church, we have two mentoring programs. Um, we have the Boy Scout and Troop Seventy Seven, and we have another program called Tag T A G. It means together achieving greatness. Wow. And these are mature people who've gotten help themselves in the past and they know the importance of mentoring the youth at our church. So we have these two programs targeted to help the youth, you know, go through the maze. <laughs> yes. You know, in this society. I remember that last year you started the health prevention services. The health prevention services, we, again, at the church, we have qualified. Professionals. Pe- professionals. Yeah. I was about to say nurses. I'm sorry. That's Nurse, okay. Yeah, we That's do have okay. a lot of nurses. God has blessed us, thank God, for <laughs> quite a few um, nurses and also professionals who've worked. My wife, she's worked uh, at the Leon County Health Department. So uh, God has really blessed us with people who can do that. And so we launched the Health uh, Prevention Services Initiative. And what it does, it provides a wide, a wide range of prevention, education, and awareness services. You know, the church is a strong advocate for the fight against AIDS and other chronic diseases and has conducted educational health seminars to address these concerns. And it's necessary in our community. It is. It is. And the thing is, it's in the church and um, it's in most churches. And that's why we decided to ensure that we can serve people in that area. It's needed. It's definitely needed. I know your newest community project is your psychosocial group, which offers anger management and is facilitated by your licensed clinical social worker staff who are also in the church. I understand you have at least three or four counselors that are already there. 
What are y'all planning to do there? Yeah, what we're planning to do is expand the psychosocial group to offer substance abuse classes in 2020. Awesome. You know, God has been good to us, and that's why we are reaching out to the community. All these services, all these services are done at the church. Um, 47 feet, the Capital Circle, Southeast, uh, Tallahassee, Florida, 3 to 3. One one is our address, and um, that's why reaching out. Those of you who've listened to us in the past, asking for your help, we at first we thought we would have acquired the structure at the end of June, but we got an extension. Yes, we got an extension uh, with the bank, and we'll be closing on September twelfth. And so we're asking everybody who are listening today if you can help support us financially we would really appreciate that i'm going to be honest we need <laughs> we need eighty thousand dollars yes to bring to the table eighty thousand dollars and eighty thousand dollars is a piece of cake for jesus yes it is it's a what a piece, a piece of, cake of cake for jesus for that's jesus. that's 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 not insurmountable no. for god and so and so we're asking those of you can help to do so I believe it's a done deal. I believe the it's Bible done. says, you know, ask and you shall receive, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what we're doing here. Somebody out there can help, whether it's you or you know somebody who can give or loan the funds to us. That would be so wonderful. Exactly, and by we, and by doing that, we say each one reach one. You tell somebody else. Yes, and and so we want to go to www.just10campaign.com. I noticed also that you had um, you have money management, you have health prevention services, you have other projects going on in Thanksgiving, giving out needy baskets. One thing that I I remembered that sticks out in my mind are all the people who line up on Saturdays. One thing that sticks out in my mind is all the people that when we drive by on Saturdays that stand out in my mind are the. People coming for food and clothing mm-hmm. on the third of Saturday, every month. The Saturday, yeah, the third Saturday of every month. On the third Saturday of every month, we do have a pantry. We have partnered with Second Harvest and Farm Share, mm-hmm. and we do feed almost 300 people plus on the third Saturday of every month. God has been so good to us. Look, I'll tell you this much. God has implanted a desire in our hearts to fill Leon County and the surrounding counties, the Big Bend area, the state of Florida, and the United States, honestly, (laughs) to serve, uh, uh, just just to fill them with the doctrine of Jesus Christ. And part of the doctrine of Jesus Christ is to feed the poor. Yes. And... um, that's what we are doing. We are out there doing that which the Lord commanded us to do, and it is a blessing to serve in that, in, you know, in that capacity. Honestly, I wish we could do more, but you got to start somewhere. As the Lord blesses, as the Lord blesses, and when we acquire that property, we'll be able to do more. So again, that's why we are reaching out here. We cannot do that without help. We cannot do this without the without community help, yeah. being involved. And so we are asking everybody. To help us in this endeavor. That's awesome. I'm excited for you all. I just want to repeat the contact information. It's www.just10campaign.com. And if you choose to give by check and would like to mail it into the Imitators of God Ministries, please use the address 4750 Capital Circle Southeast, Tallahassee, Florida. 32311 
Wouldn't you all agree what a blessing Pastor Emmanuel is in our community on this broadcast? Thank you so much again for your donations and for contacting us and for showing up in the congregation. We'd just like to encourage you to continue listening every Thursday at 12 noon for this impactful broadcast. I am Satara Wallace here with Pastor Emmanuel Williams with the Imitators of God Ministries. Thank you for listening and have a phenomenal week. Bye-bye.